1: A DFS show. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined by my co host as always, Sam Niedemeyer. You can follow Sam on Twitter at Roto Needy. You can check me out on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. Don't forget to follow at Rotoballer and at Baller Radio. Now for all your DFS podcast uh, needs and for season long and for fantasy uh, as well. We have three more games for three days that we're going to feature here on Rotoballer on the show. We're going to start with the Thursday slate here at the point card position. We're just going to go ahead and get down and dirty, Sam. Let's Let's go ahead and kick it right off at the point guards for the Thursday slate. Who are your top cash and GPP options?
2: Four games on the slate tonight. There are eight teams to choose from. Point guard is looking pretty dicey, Josh. That's why I'm going to give a nice look, hard look to Russell Westbrook. Don't really care that KD has uh, returned. Westbrook's points are still there. He's put up 42, 64, 22, 61, 38, 57, 47, yada, yada, yada. He's still the top point guard on the plate. $10,400. Over under in that game is $212. you have got to look in his way. I'm also going to look at Jarrett Jack for value. Comes in at 6200 He plays my favorite team to pick against. That's the Phillip Philadelphia 76ers little problem though over the last six games Jack has gone 20 for 60 from the field I think that uh field goal percentage will rise though Uh, he's a career 44 percent shooter 40 percent on the season so eventually he's gonna have to see an uptick I think that's tonight against the 76ers
1: yeah, I like that play there as well. And if you're going to go for um, a value option down at the very bottom here, uh, DraftKings pricing has Shane Larkin um, at f- uh, 4300 as of his last matchup, uh, up to 45 uh, now in this matchup against Philly because it's a bad defense. But that's not going to really uh, shake me too much. He did actually have a, a rough performance um, in just 15 minutes of action, but that was against Patrick Beverly defense, which is top-notch, and that was against Houston. Um, but you take a look at the, the minutes played and the performance overall, 27, 22, and 30 minutes minutes and 21 minutes in the previous four games including the uh a 31 fantasy point performance against the golden state warriors that was good for 8.1 x and the two games previous to that were good for 5.5 against the knicks and 10.8 x against phoenix so i will go back to the well on the short slate if i need a value option if i'm not paying up at point guard or if i just want to use them as my utility option on DraftKings. with uh shane larkin uh, to me is a good play for cheap at 4500 All right, we go on to the shooting guard position for the Thursday slate here. A couple of big-time names here, and it's a little bit tougher to, to derive some fantasy value on the cheap side here. So how are you treating this?
2: Yeah, I think you're going to have to go heavy at shooting guard with Mr. Jimmy Butler because the Butler's going to do it again tonight. Uh, Jimmy Buckets is at 7,500. That's a phenomenal play on DraftKings. Much better uh, at DraftKings than he is on FanDuel. I believe he's about 82, 83 on FanDuel. But for DraftKings, 7,500. He almost can't miss. Uh, He scores uh, about 43 DraftKings points over his last five. That's what the Lakers are kind of giving up. Uh, 38 minutes yesterday. Which is a lot of minutes for someone to come back on a back to back. However, his career averages don't really take a dip when he's on zero days rest. So I'm okay with playing Butler again. After that, there's a couple value plays maybe JJ Reddick at 4,000, maybe Kyle Corver at 4,500. I'm probably going to go more towards JJ Reddick at 4,000. He's a little bit of a less value, especially in a three point shooting uh, DFS site, maybe like Fangle, FanDuel, or uh, even though DraftKings doesn't really contribute to the three-point shot, it still counts there for three points, so I'll take that. So J.J. Redick at $4,000, the minutes are going to be there. little worried about that back-to-back, though. I think he will take a little bit of dive in minutes, but he's a starter, and you can't really ignore the $4,000 there to take a, a a bargain bin for him.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested, and I'm, I'm willing to take advantage of it there as well. I think um, if you're going to go take a look at cheap options, it's, it is ugly. Um, in this spot, but I think you need to start taking a look at Ben McLemore, who's really stepped up his production in three of the yeah. past four contests. There's a well, very cheap price uh, for you overall, just 3700 on DraftKings, and uh, one of the best matchups on the board in this four-game slate. The Knicks are seventh uh, worst in the league in allowing fancy points to opposing shooting guards. You can say the same thing about the Sacramento Kings. There's why, I just but I just don't really uh, feel great about Aaron Aflalo uh, overall in his, his production. Uh, overall, you look at him, he has um, not reached five times his value in the in three straight contests despite playing 32 minutes. So I will take uh, Ben Blackmore for, uh, let's see here, what's 500 less than Aaron or actually 700 less than Aaron and follow. You get the cheaper, cheaper price and you get the better production as of late. And you, uh, you have a nice ceiling with Ben Blackmore too, as well. 5.4 X on 20 fantasy points, which is really not much at all. Just 10 points, two assists, two rebounds, two steals is good for 5.4 X on thirty-seven hundred. And he put up a nice monster 12 X game. Uh, against Houston in that shootout scored 19 points with nine rebounds, three assists, and uh, played a, played some big minutes overall. So the mitts are trending upward, and so is the production, and that's going to be my value play for shooting guard for Thursday. We move on to the small forward position here. Sam, what do you got for cash in GPP?
2: Yeah, good call on Macklemore. I like that 3,900 price for small forward. I have Kevin Durant circled, and then I have big letters chalk. I think he's the chalk play of the night. Comes in at 10,000. I believe 10,100 on DraftKings is what they have him now. Look, the guy's been an absolute monster since returning from uh, injury on November 23rd. He only played about 20, what 26 minutes yesterday, and he put, or 30 minutes, I should say. Put 56 fantasy points. Two days ago, I should say not yesterday. I apologize for that. But his last game, thirty minutes, puts up fifty-six fantasy points. But the guy's dialed in right now. The best part about it, Westbrook and Durant are finding a way to make it work. They're both putting up their numbers. Westbrook's looking like a true point guard. Durant's looking like a true scorer. I'll take that against the uh, Atlanta Hawks of what's going to be the highest game uh, of the night, most likely. Uh, A little bit of value. I'm going to go kind of uh, against the grain here and take Carmelo Anthony. Look, he comes in at 7,600. He's down. He's due for an uptick. I think the price is right just for what you're going to get from him, Uh, the um, – uh, Sacramento Kings get up the second most uh, DraftKings points uh, to the swing uh, to the swing position. uh, Mello's, uh forty. Uh, the Kings also get forty six percent from the field before opponents over the last th- uh, three games. So maybe Melo has gets the Kings at the right time. I like the price at seventy six hundred. That's pretty much what I'm buying.
1: All right, and you know what? Um, I like the Sacramento Kings in this matchup. We, we we take a look at the total there, 209 on the board, which is the second-highest total just behind Atlanta OKC. Uh, Sacramento Kings playing at home. Knicks struggling, I believe, uh, whether they've lost three in a row or maybe four. Yep. Um, so it's it's and Carmelo, Carmelo coming off a, a bad performance overall. I like the small forward on the other side of the ball here in Omri Caspi. The only thing you need to be mm-hmm. careful of is you can make a case for Rondo. You can make a case for Macklemore, Caspi, and DeMarcus Cousins. I would recommend just choosing two out of the four. So if you don't go with McLemore or some of the other options, Caspi is a great value play at 5300. You take a look at the price take uh, sorry, price tag payoff in a couple of these last matchups there. 19 and 10, double double so he earns the, the bonus on DraftKings. 41 fantasy points against what is supposed to be a good Utah defense, but he was matched up against Gordon Hayward. Which is one of the weak spots there without Rudy Gobert, so good for eight point three times his value. Um, not not a great performance against OKC, but it's you know who who is going to perform great against Kevin Durant, who's you know seven foot two. So um does end up uh, paying off three point nine on the price tag there, and then back on track against Houston against another good defender in Trevor Ariza there as well twenty four point seven five, uh, fantasy points on DraftKings at the $4,700 price tag with 15 points and three rebounds there as well. So there's a, a good uh, measure of safety at with hitting – 4.7 times the price tag or higher in what looks like one, two, three, four, five out of six games there with a ceiling of um, 8x if uh, he goes off in another performance against a somebody not known their defense um, like Carmelo Anthony. Or, you know what, actually, Carmelo Anthony has been playing a little bit of the threes and some stretch four, um, which would put who into the starting lineup with him along with Aaron Flalo. Do you know offhand before I check a depth chart? poor
2: um, Porzingis is obviously going to play the four and the five um maybe, yeah maybe is it galloway or calderon um
1: it might be Langston and galloway getting some extra minutes i'll double check um while we move on to the power forward position here for the thursday slate we've got demarcus cousins who's eligible at power forward some other big time options and a couple cheap guys that you can make a case for here how are your cash and gp options shaking out
2: well, you mentioned it. I mean, you got to have Boogie fever every time he's out there, every time he's available. you got to look his way. $10,200, uh, steep, steep price. It's going to be hard to fit in all these studs that I have for a cash game, but obviously you're not. You're going to have to pick one of these big names that I'm mentioning. Uh, but Boogie came back, bounced back strong, 23 points, 12 boards, six dimes, and one big old block that he had this uh, against the um, in his last game, I should say. So, uh, But the problem with Boogie here, Josh, he's fouled out in two of his last three games. And he's scored at least five uh five thousand four of his last six, so the minutes i'm I'm kind of he's kind of erratic right now. I'm not really sure what's going on there. I'm a little worried about that I'm gonna find some more value and here's my guy. here's my power forward I'm gonna anchor i'm gonna actually start my roster tonight with this guy. Mr. Thaddeus Young, that's yes, for seven thousand four hundred dollars. I hype this guy up all the time at Roto Baller for my blogs. I hype him up over at uh, with you, with you and jo- with you and uh, Moses over at Fancy Hoops Insider. Uh, seventy four hundred dollars. He is my value play of the day. He's got nine out of twelve games. Got a double double. He's got three straight double doubles. He's playing Philadelphia. You know, I love to pick on Philadelphia. You want to pick on that front court that you have there? I love Thaddeus Young at seventy four hundred tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there as well. And it, you, you actually take a look at. Guys that are available and uh, and options in the top ten, really to me, that's like the the most I actually feel comfortable sliding down in terms of, of value at seventy four hundred. So I'm going to make a concerted effort not to to pay down into the the range there. You just don't like a lot of the uh, the options um, that you have overall. Neurons Noel has been very uneven in terms of production. Miracic has been scuffling and he's going to get Blake Griffin. So, you know, he's going to get roughed up a bit. Um, and I don't like, you know, Josh Smith or, and Serge Ibaka, um, has a, has a tougher defensive matchup against a good defender in in Paul Millsap there, and he hasn't hit five x in the, the last three games, and been four x or lower in what six out of seven. So I'm gonna really make a I'm just gonna draw the line on Th- Thad Young. If you want to take some home run options against a guy like Nerlens Noel, then I'm fine for fifty eight hundred uh, with that. But um, like I said, it, to me it it starts at the bottom with Thad Young, and then you go upward as to whether or not you're gonna pay all the way up to Demarcus Cousins at ten point two. All right, center position here for Thursday, and then we will move on to Friday. What do you got for me?
2: Yeah, if you don't go heavy with Boogie uh, at Power Forward, I like to pay up for uh, Pau Gasol. The Chicago Bulls coming at seventy seven hundred, averaging over fifty DraftKings points per game over his last ten, really finding his groove. Another guy just like Jimmy Butler that you see on zero days rest for his career, not really a dip off as far as in career averages. So I'll take him up against the Los Angeles Clippers, and uh, what should I think also be a high scoring game, uh, not as maybe not as high scoring as the uh, Kings and Thunder matchup uh, matchups, I should say between the Knicks and the Hawks respectively. But I do like Pascal Salt seventy seven hundred, and then it's kind of a drop off Brooklyn. Uh, uh, Brooke Lopez makes for an interesting play, same price, $7,700. Uh, Costa Cufos, though, at 4700 If you're looking just for sheer upside in the amount of minutes that he should get, uh, he's an, a possibility to look at in terms of value. However, his minutes have gone down a little bit over the last three or four games, even with the injury to Willie Cauley-Stein. I think it's because of your boy Caspi over there playing so well. So uh, you want to look out for, for that with Kufos. Just, just keep in mind that the minutes are a little erratic right now. He's making the most of them. He's getting his points. He's getting his rebounds. So uh, I, won't, I won't have a problem with if I have $4,700 to spare, pony up for him at the center position.
1: All right, so um, and so that to me is going to come down to how much they play Robin Lopez, um, who's also sort of in that bargain bin range. I probably won't touch either because Robin Lopez has been getting that 18 minutes per. I checked the the the, the Jeff charts and the game logs on the Knicks. By the way, it's been sort of a mix between Lance Thomas and Langston Galloway, both getting 20 minutes each. Um, out there, you know, at the two and the three. Cutting into that uh, Robin Lopez time uh, there as well, so not not enough uh, production to me be to, for me to be interested in any of those plays overall. I'm gonna fade Lopez. I'm gonna fade Kufos there as well, and I'm actually going to look for a guy who's been doing damage on a serious level in limited minutes, and that's Joaquim Noah. He's only averaged just over tick over 20 minutes per game in the last three games here, but has um, paid off 5.6, 5.3, 5.6. Uh, X in those three games there overall. So that's cash safe. And if he picks up some extra minutes there, then you have some GPP upside for you as well. 18 assists, Sam, here in the last three games for Joakim Noah. That's probably uh, better than Derek Rose without even looking at the box score. And then, and then that's uh, to go along with 24 rebounds. It has a 10 rebound, a nine rebound game, and a five rebound game with two steals and a block. Uh, against Boston. They have lost three straight, and they're sort of looking for answers. And, you know, the one thing that you have when you keep allowing triple digits like they have in three straight wins is you look for some extra defense. And then when he, when Joakim No was um, playing 30 minutes or, or more than the, um, or more, uh, like he had in the past two wins against Denver and San Antonio. Those were two games where they held their opponents under not, um, 90 points or below, and they won two games. So I wouldn't be surprised if they start uh, shifting some more extra minutes um, off of Miritich and more towards Kim Nolan's way, and I think he's a super cheap, great value at $4,500. right, we are going to reset the slate and move over to the big Friday slate here. 11 games, 22 teams on tap, lots of options, uh, and we'll start it over once again here at the point-card position.
2: Yeah, I love love those giant slates, uh, me personally. Let's get started at point guard, a guy who's been red, red hot over the last six games, last four games. Uh, that's John Wall. Comes in at 8700 That price is due to go... I think. I don't know if it's going to skyrocket, but I think north of 9,000 is probably not too out of the realm of possibility. Uh, going against the New Orleans Pelicans, a team that you like to pick on on the uh, on on the backcourt. Love John Wall for the price. He's averaged at least 58.5 DraftKings points four of his last six games with no with basically no front court to speak of over the last three or four, mainly because Gortat was in Poland and then has been injured. Chris Humphreys really isn't an option. Wall has been taking over the scoring. I don't think he's going to stop now even with Gortat back, so I like John Wall at 8,700, but keep in mind that he's due to go up i imagine uh, a little bit more of a value pick reginald shown jackson for the detroit pistons yes i'm picking on the philadelphia 76ers again yes i, I realize that jackson is more of a scorer uh, however he is one of those guys that's kind of an upper mid-tier type of play and for whatever reason they love to dominate those philadelphia 76ers so i'm going to start looking at those two guys on friday night
1: yeah, my value option of the point guard for Friday is going to be Lou Williams um, in this in this matchup. He's getting starters minutes now, and you know that he can be a quality scorer. Be, normally, you you get concerned about the point guard position when we're talking about the San Antonio Spurs, um, but the one uh, point that you can attack is definitely the point guard position here in San Antonio, where they're basically league average with Tony Parker um, at the helm in terms of defense there. So not a defensive stalwart. They do defend the... The rest of the positions and, you know, the rim fairly well. Um, but in the meantime, I'm still going to be looking Lou Williams' way because there's just extreme value for him with, you know, getting 30-plus minutes in five straight games and paying off the following price tag in those five. 8.8, 6.6, 5.3, 4.5, and a cool 8.3 times his price tag in the overtime loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So definitely love some Lou Williams as a value option, at point guard for $4,500 um, as of the uh, Wednesday pricing. All right, we fly over to the shooting guard position here for Friday. What do you got for me?
2: Yeah, I, I should also mention that on Friday the Warriors are playing, so without further ado, uh, keep in mind that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are both on the radar. Klay Thompson hurt, though, so just keep that in mind. He is red hot, uh, especially if he does play. I don't know if he will, but if he does play, you're going to have to certainly look his way. The price is going to astronomically rise, though. He was at about 6600 I imagine that'll be north of 7200 7300 uh, Eric Bledsoe, a stalwart, $8,100 $8, going up against Portland. The Trailblazers have been giving up their fair share of points to opposing. shooting guards. So Eric Bledsoe is probably somebody that you want to look if you're going up for a type of uh, uh, almost like a shooting guard stable uh, high floor type of guy. Bledsoe's uh, due to see an uptick in points. He's been kind of kind of down compared to his value uh, for the year, uh, or, excuse me, over the last three or four games. I imagine that will go up against the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, though, 6900 versus the Denver Nuggets. Really like him. He's another one that's been down, uh, kind of like with Carmelo. I just think the price is right and uh, he will have to um, uh, pick it up against the Denver Nuggets. I think he will, so I like Andrew Wiggins.
1: All right, so for me, um, it's not the cheapest option, but I think it's a, a must-play in my mind, and that's Tyreek Evans uh, coming up uh, there in the 7K range. He had a little bit of a dud performance against a good defensive team in Boston, um, So and I think that might create some under-ownership opportunity because I loved him at 6K. Um, he, the, one of the great things about Tyreek Evans is he's shooting guard eligible, but he plays like a point guard. Uh, double digit assist in uh, three of the past five games, uh, and has been paying off somewhere in the five and a half to six X price tag. Um, um, over those four um, games previous to the Boston game where he threw up that dud. So I think there's going to be a great opportunity for you to seven K uh, to get him in at 7K. And my other cheap option that you should definitely take a look at, honorable mention going to OJ Mayo, who's getting starters minutes playing 35 plus in the last three straight and is in the low 5K range um, as well as shooting guard. So those are going to be my two cheap, uh, cheap value options. Small forward is next up for Friday. What do we got for cash and GPP?
2: Heavy hitters, Paul George, LBJ, KD, Kawhi Leonard, they're all available. I'm going to go with two value picks, though. Batu- Nicholas Batum and Gordon Hayward. They come in at $7,500 and $7,000, respectively, on DraftKings. Batum going up against Memphis. Uh, they've been a suspect sometimes against the small forward, actually, for the most part. Plus, Batum is a guy that kind of fills the stat sheet. He's averaging 16.6 uh, points, 6.8 boards, 5 assists, and 1.2 steals on the year. So if he doesn't score like he did in his last game, at least he's got the triple-double threat, like he did in his last game. And finally, Gordon Hayward. The guy is unreal right now. The injury to Rudy Gobert has really, really opened up a lot of opportunity for him. Over his last five, he's gone 22 points per game, five and a half boards, 4.8 assists, and 1.6 steals for good measure. He only didn't, he did not He's played at least 36 minutes in each game, too. The only time he didn't was 27 minutes against the Knicks in a blowout, and he still put up an amazing stat line. So I like Batum and Hayward on Friday.
1: All right, you're going to need a little bit to to sort of have some Pepto-Bismol for this play overall uh, for my value option at small forward. And I'm going to follow your lead here stacking against Philly. So if you didn't take advantage of, of Philadelphia at the small forward, I'm sorry, at the shooting guard or Point guard position. Then you can look at Marcus Morris for the Marcus low, Morris, yes, for the low six K range against Philadelphia. Hasn't been performing quite well, but has still has scored in double digits in five out of the last six uh, games there as well. Roughs rough Patch um, didn't perform well against the LA Lakers. Struggled against Charlotte on the road. That's Nicholas Batum defense, and then he got Memphis and Tony Allen. So back to back bad performance may press uh, push that price down from that high watermark of uh, sixty five hundred that he was at previously there. So I'm back in. It's great defensive um. Uh, um opportunity for him to score some points and uh with double double potential against philly uh in the low 6k range with marcus morris i'll be on him as my value play at small forward power forward position next up here sam cash and gpp options for us
2: yeah, Anthony Davis' unibrow versus Washington, $10,700. I honestly don't know who's going to guard him from the Wizards. The Wizards' front court is not very good. Power forward, center, they're going to score on him all year. I uh, don't really have any numbers to back it up, other than the fact that I know AD's been down this year. I expect him to come right back up against the Wizards. I'm just going by the eye test here. I can't think of anyone that's going to stop him for much more value. I'm going way kind of near the bottom. I expect this guy's price to raise uh, north of 5000 considering the production he's put up. But our boy that we mentioned in the last show, John Luer, versus Portland. He comes in at $4,800 on uh, yesterday, was his price. So that's going to be on Wednesday's price, was on DraftKings. Uh, in the range, scoring anywhere from 26 to 40 DraftKings points. That's a four to six times uh, uh, return on value there. Uh, so you got to like where his head's at, especially attacking that front court there in Portland
1: yeah I totally agree with you there as well so there's some great opportunity overall a nice cash safe play that's still very cheap um uh, you know with some gpp upside there as well but uh, overall solid play in the low 6k range on DraftKings is going to be ryan anderson uh, for me the last price that he came in at was at 6100 earned over 5.2x on his price tag with 18 points and nine re- rebounds so he's actually been rebounding enough because the center position is so bad o- for new orleans that he's becoming almost a double double threat um, but one of the best three-point shooters from the power forward position or in the game period overall. Love him at 6K, so if you're not paying up for the top options like yeah. Anthony Davis favors and, and potentially Draymond Green, you should definitely take a look at Ryan Anderson in the low 6K range as a value option at power forward or at forward. All right, putting a bow on the Friday slate here with some top options for us for cash and GPP at the pivot. What do you got?
2: Well, if you like guys that eat up glass against the worst front court in basketball, take Andre Drummond. You got to look his way. You got to look his way really, really hard. If you don't go heavy with Anthony Davis, go with Andre Drummond, and that's just because he's averaging more than five rebounds per game against the next person in the NBA. Uh, going against the Philadelphia 76ers, absolutely love him. Going cheap. I wouldn't be on a dead horse here. I know I just picked on Philadelphia and I'm getting ready to take another guy in the uh Al- in the um Port- in the uh, Phoenix Suns front court, Alex Len against the Portland Trailblazers. Those are two front courts I like to pick on with the 76ers and the Trailblazers. It's done pretty well so far. Alex Len's price is going to rise, though. He had a very nice game uh, yesterday, that is Wednesday, I should say, uh, of this week. So I expect his price to rise. Andre Drummond, Alex Len, my cash and value plays.
1: All right, and I'm gonna go a little bit off the board with my sneaky uh, you know even cash safe and gpp option here and that's Marcin gortat uh for the washington wizards here missed three games straight um with a personal issue so people sort of forgot about him off the radar but they shouldn't have because if you sort of just erase those three games and put his last four game game logs into play that is a a six um 6.1 x or higher on a five fifty six hundred dollar price tag that he has paid off before that had one blip against boston like as we mentioned is a team that you sort of have to start fading on defense because they play such great d they held him down to 3.6 seconds just 19 fantasy points but then after that popped up with two more performances of 7x and 6.1x against indiana and charlotte um there as well so super reasonable price tag is earning the double double bonus almost every single time let's see it like let's see five out of the last six times he's popped up and got the double double bonus on DraftKings overall and has a block in every game um but one in the last seven so an absolute stat stuffer underrated play overall and good matchup for him again uh against new orleans uh pelicans that we mentioned have just they're taking the empty at center so like Omer Sheikh and alex ajinka and uh, a whole lot of mess uh, alongside anthony davis so that's where you can make some hay and i'm going with marcin gortat on friday all right, one more time. We reset the slate to the Saturday, December 12th uh, uh, update here. And we've got nine games, 18 teams, so a lot of fa- fancy value to sort of uh, filter through for Saturday. Let's talk about your top cash and GPP options once again at Point Guard.
2: Yeah, I just got out of my time machine. I went in forward in time to Saturday. I came back, and it tells me that Damian Lillard and Patrick Beverly are the cash plays, cash and value plays uh, Damian Lillard going up, uh, still seeing a nice usage rate of about north of 31.1%. Uh, I like him up against the New York Knicks. Uh, uh, anytime you're facing the New York Knicks, I'm actually going to give you a look. They've been a little bit better defensively this year than they have last year, but you'll notice that over the last three, four, five games, they're really starting to show their true colors. So about $9,000 is Damian Lillard's price tag. Love the usage rate. I'll look in his direction. And Patrick Beverly has been giving phenomenal return on value. Uh, he's about 4800 right now on DraftKings. Uh, he's given up – twenty. he's scored 27 24.3, 24.3, 24.5, and 24.5 points on DraftKings. Very, very stable there in the mid twenties. That's not that's not anything that's going to break the bank. Uh, but you'll take that that you'll take that return on investment. And maybe he breaks more north of thirty going against the dreaded Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, I love picking on the Lakers. So those are my two picks on point guard on Saturday. All
1: right, the price has gotten to out of the value play of territory. But, but since you have provided such a good value option, I'm going to go a little bit off the board here at a top tier price guy, not um, at the very top. But um, 8K in range is Isaiah Thomas. Good matchup for him overall. One of the best on this slate here in the Charlotte Hornets who have been giving up the third most fantasy points um, to opposing point guards um, at that position. Sorry, top 10 in in terms of fantasy point guards. I had the wrong position earmarked. But yeah, Kemba Walker um, has been decent. Um, But Isaiah Thomas, if you take a look at the uh, level of production, 20 points, 22 points, 23, 21, 16, and then three more games so it looks like nine out of ten he scored 20 more or more real points as well still holding down the point guard position no Marcus smart um and averaging above six assists per game uh and they're very efficient dropping threes there as well and chipping in the rebounding department he actually has a six of a four and a five rebound games in three of the last four contests so i do like isaiah thomas um as a little bit of an off the board play not as expensive as curry and lillard uh for saturday but somebody you should still pay attention to All right, shooting guard position here. Sam, for Saturday, what do you got for us?
2: Yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Fear the Beard, Uh, so I'm always going to mention him. However, his price is getting rather high. The usage rate, though, is incredibly high. So just mention James Harden. We'll move on. C.J. McCollum is a guy that you might want to look at coming in at around $6,600. Still presents some nice value, uh, even if he's a cash game player, a GPP play going against the New York Knicks. Uh, The Knicks, over the last three, have given up 43%. Uh, from behind the arc that's going to be more indicative of what's going to happen the rest of the year so i like cj mccollum especially in those dfs sites that you can get some extra points for three-point baskets made for for value i like wesley matthews at five thousand dollars versus the washington wizards uh the wizards are a team that give up a lot of points to shooting guards and small forward and it just so happens wesley matthews tends to play both of those positions positions rather well three of his last four games he scored at least 28 fantasy points on DraftKings.
1: Yeah. So West Matthews is one of my top options in terms of value there as well. And, um, we're just going to sort of reiterate ourselves one more time here with OJ Mayo. Uh, once again, he's going to be in the, this is easily going to be the top total on, on the board, uh, for, for the Saturday state with the golden state warriors and, and Milwaukee, I'm, I'm betting, and they're going to need OJ Mayo to jack it up um, uh, quite a bit and to play 30 minutes. Um, they don't have a lot of, uh, overall wing options, um, that they're going to need. So I can see him hitting multiple threes and, um, easily paying off that low 5k price tag once again against the golden state warriors in uh, a road matchup uh, for them in milwaukee so that's going to be uh, some of my two value plays west matthews and oj mayo then we move on to small forward here once again sam we've got pg-13 up top and some big boys like carmel anthony kawhi leonard and some value options so how are you treating this slate for saturday
2: yeah i'm really 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 going to pl- uh, look at pg13 very 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 hard on uh, on saturday probably going to make it a point to get him get him in my lineup. I, I'm hoping that he has kind of an off night on Friday. That way, his price dips a little bit. So PG-13, I'm probably going to find a way to fit in. Uh, for a little bit of value, always Nikolai Batum. I'm always going to add him in there. Uh, again, it depends on what happens Friday night. Also, Giannis Kumbo at 6,900. Not very a, great, not a very great matchup against Golden State, but if you're going to attack in a pis- position at Golden State, it's actually going to be the swing position. Ad- Kumbo Alphabet, as I'm going to call him from now on because I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, he does play a little bit of the Two and the three, Golden State. The exploitable matchup there is because they give up the twelfth most uh, points uh, to opposing swingmen on DraftKings. Not necessarily a great number, but they are one of the best, if not the best, defensive efficiency teams. And I think the cupos due for a little bit of uptick in, in production. So I'm going to look his way for value.
1: All right, um the, the defensive matchup is actually a little bit tougher. Um, than you would normally figure here for CJ Miles, but he is a streaky option and l- the way that he scores and he gets it done from the outside is he make, just like the majority of his damage from three and right now he's doing damage in a really big way. 24 points or more in the two of the past three games overall and when he gets that, the rest of the game sort of falls in line. Got involved with 13 rebounds in the last three games. Uh, will steal a ball here and there but doesn't do a ton else, so you're going to need the scoring but the price is very reasonable at $5,800. It's paid off 5.6x against Golden State and 7.4x against Against Portland um you know had a rough game on the road against Utah but uh good matchup for him uh, overall against uh the Detroit Pistons there and you you just need uh him to be bombing away from three which makes him definitely strictly GPP only um but one of the better options for the Saturday slate at the 5800 price range all right power forward here for the Saturday slate give me what you got
2: yeah, Blake Griffin at 9300 uh, Hopefully the price stays right there because I really like him at that price against the Brooklyn Nets. His rebounding has gone way up over the last three games, so it's going to be more indicative of how he's going to perform given the fantasy points. So at 9300 hopefully the price stays there. I like it if, if the price stays there. A little bit more value, though. How about Dirk Nowitzki at $6,800? He's gone down just a little bit in each of his last four or five games. However, he still scored at least 33.5 points on DraftKings. At $6,800, I will 100% take that, especially against an atrocious front court like the Washington Wizards.
1: Yeah, so that that makes some serious sense for me overall. I'm gonna give you two guys here, and you can sort of pick your poison. All right now, on the super cheap range, Cody Zeller is a guy that you definitely have to mention. Had a 20 point and six point performance at home against Detroit. Popped up for 17 and eight against Chicago. That was good for 7.1 and 8.5 x. You know, on the bad side of things, when you have a tougher matchup like Hassan Whiteside, only got 16 and a half draftkings points, but earned you three and a half times the price tags. Uh, so you know, it doesn't completely burn you overall. Um, so which means to me. Like, if you're looking at this play, it's definitely more of a GPP than, than a cash option. But we know that Boston at the center position has um, Jared Sollinger, who's not a defensive stalwart. So I feel a fairly cash safe, or a GPP safe, and really gambling on Cody Zeller in the value option. And then poor Zingad. Once again, I like him to bounce back um, in this matchup. Portland has nothing for anybody at the power four position. Uh, they've been a... Uh, bottom 10 team all season long let's see what i think believe they're currently they're currently seventh in allowing the most fancy points to opposing power forwards overall so that and they don't haven't figured out that myers leonard should play 30 plus minutes yet they're still rotating you know noah vonley ed davis and myers leonard amongst the three but the guy that you can trust to be on the court and produce and get good minutes is poor zingad so i will take him even at the elevated price that he's currently at in the upper 7k range All right, center position, putting on the bow on the show for Saturday here. Give me what you got for cash and GPP.
2: All right, well, I'm going to flip it right now. I'll give you the value first. You mentioned Jared Sellinger. That is my value pick, Jared Sellinger, at 6,300. He's put up a couple of at least 40-point games on DraftKings here over the last couple of games, so I imagine that price is going to go up. I don't imagine it going up by like, too much, though. I just love the matchup. You love Cody Zeller there, too. Um, that's a good point. Jared Sellinger doesn't like to play a lot of defense, but I know he's going to play a lot of offense against this uh, Charlotte frontcourt, uh, whether he plays up against Marvin Williams or Cody Zeller or Frank Kaminsky or whoever it may be. The only downside is... That it seems like Boston has a really big three-man rotation there at the power forward, the center uh, position between those those three guys of Amir Johnson, Jared Sullinger, and Kelly Olynyk. I, I still like Jared Sullinger though; he's going to get most of the minutes, and I think he's going to take advantage of a poor, poor uh, Charlotte front court with no Jefferson there to stop him. How about I flip it? And I give you. This isn't going to be a cash game play. It's actually going to be a crazy, crazy play, and I just wanted to mention it because you bring in the fact of the revenge factor. What about Dwight Howard versus the Los Angeles Lakers? By no way, shape, or form, is this an endorsement of Dwight Howard because he could literally be out after three minutes like we saw in his last game. However, the Lakers are so fun to pick on at every, well, not every position, but the center and point guard position in particular, and if you think that maybe he wants to have a little bit of revenge, even though he's been on the Rockets now for a few seasons, uh, maybe that's in the back of his mind. Maybe he actually shows up. Up for a game suits up and gets a couple points and some rebounds so i kind of want to mention dwight howard here josh what do you think about that
1: um i think you should keep your receipt on dwight Howard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest with you okay yep uh, uh, that's why i wanted to say it was a crazy pick
1: all right it is definitely crazy so um sorry to put you on the on an island on your own there but you yeah that's that's all you buddy okay um for me my cheap option is festus azili here it's sitting in the 4500k range uh 4500 range Uh, Out there on DraftKings there. Overall, minutes have been. Up or down here, but they sort of uh, shifted his into bigger minute roles when they need him to do so, and they may need him against a uh, higher grade um, option in Greg Monroe over at the five, who gets featured and probably is one of the more reliable um, players from Milwaukee. So I could see him being closer to the 23 to 25 minute range rather than the 18, 19 range that he has been sitting. But even in the 19 and a half minutes against Brooklyn, 12 points, five rebounds with four blocks was good for 6.4x, and against Toronto. So eight points, ten rebounds with a steal and a block was good for five point, almost five point seven x there as well for twenty four fantasy points. So you don't need a ton of production, and you're getting him at a cheap price. And there's a defensive need for him in that front line against Jabari Parker and uh, Greg Monroe up at up in that front against Milwaukee. So Fencesilli is a nice little GPP option uh, for cheap at the mid four K range. And that is going to do it for today's show. Don't forget you can check out Sam on Twitter at Roto Needy. Send all your comments, complaints, questions to me on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. You can follow Rotoballer Radio at Rotoballer Radio and at Rotoballer. And check out all your fancy needs over at RotoBaller.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.